following podcast contains references to the consumption of alcohol. If you are not of legal drinking age, please do not consume alcohol. Also, if you are of legal drinking age, please drink responsibly. Welcome to Rhetorical Magic Cocktail Hour. My name is Ryan, and my favorite Animal Crossing character is Wardell. Oh, I forgot about the Happy Homes people. <laughs> my name is Matthew, and my favorite good sweet Animal Crossing boy is Tortimer. <laughs> Tortimer. Everybody's favorite uncle slash grandpa, but not Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> because that's something different (laughs) that's a different ip baby uh this is a podcast Mm -hmm. sometimes where we like to sit down have a drink and then we try to be succinct about various topics and Mm -hmm. goings-ons yeah and talk about uncle grandpa (laughs) and talk about uncle grandpa it's our uncle grandpa rewatch podcast (laughs) That sounds so mean. I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, no, but this is... We are kind of revisiting something that we've done before. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Twilight. is everybody's... <laughs> Welcome to the Twilight Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about wigs. Uh, no. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um... Oh, that would be a fun segment. It's like you crop out the hair and I have to tell you whose it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do that but no Matthew and I have been thinking and pondering about different things that we could do and we figured what is everybody's favorite part of any podcast ever theme song segments but okay segments <laughs> segments <laughs> goofs and gags uh, goofs and gags and gaffs that's what we like uh, so we're doing another segment episode where we just kind of pick things we've done in the past that we liked, and we're just going to highlight them because it's fun and it's our podcast, not yours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of energy in this room today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get into that, we should probably address the first part of that podcast aspect of drinking. Matthew, what are you drinking today? Today, I'm drinking... The worst named soda of all time. Squirt. Oh, yeah, that's not a good one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm squirting it up today. Uh, Ooh, what are you okay. doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm having a rum and coke because Ooh. I wanted one. College classic. Mm-hmm. What, it what tastes kinda... like 21. <laughs> so say what kind of flavor profile are, are you getting with that one um i did use a i had a little bit of kraken so my parents don't drink not for like any reason other than they just really don't anymore um and so every time i go home 
they like relinquish alcohol <laughs> that they don't use mm-hmm. anymore. And so I, there was like a Kraken bottle with just like a tiny amount. So I just poured that in there. So it's like a warm spiced moment. Nothing mm-hmm. too wild. Yeah, the, the moment you said Kraken, I had like vivid sense memory of drinking too much Kraken and just being like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Not I f- fun. I feel like Kraken. Responsibly. Yes. I feel like Kraken has kind of passed its like moment. I feel like. There was, like, a period where I feel like that was, like, the rum that a lot of people were drinking, especially as far as, like, mm-hmm. spiced rums went. And, like, it's not bad. It's very vanilla-forward and nice. Um, it it mm-hmm. is honestly great in a rum and coke. <laughs> yeah. I think the reason why I bought it so much was just because of the bottle and the branding. Yeah. I'm, I'm mean, a very aesthetic-first kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Not that I only drink Hendrix gin. <laughs> oh, I need to get that before the end of the summer. I need to get more midsummer gin. <laughs> oh, wait, it's spring. Oh. As I say. <laughs> I got time. You got time. Oh, no. Why don't we do a segment? Why don't we do a segment? Why don't we do our first segment of the afternoon? Matthew, what is our first segment? Our first segment is IMDB, what what did I call it? I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember either. I think I call it something different every time. Uh, Review. Okay, so this first one. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I'm going to be reading uh, IMDB reviews to Ryan, and Ryan will guess the movie that we're reviewing and as a special treat i've there's a theme here i'm not going to tell you the theme Ooh, i have to guess but it. if you can guess it if you if you can guess it before the last one i will give you a 50 dollars olive garden gift card i i you love to see it who doesn't want a 50 dollars <laughs> olive garden gift card <laughs> um i can also give you the Star rating, okay. the date of the review, okay. and how many people found it helpful. So if you want any of those after I read the review, just let me know. Okay. Okay. The first one is titled, Great title, visuals, soundtrack, and action, but soulless and unengaging by The Little Songbird. <clears throat> Ever since... I first heard of the movie, it was actually one of my most wanted to see movies of the year. However, when it came to seeing it, I found it was a letdown. Not all of it was a mess, though. It's a well-made movie with cinematography and editing that are to be admired and settings and costumes that are not only great, but some show imagination. Uh, the soundtrack is fitting and memorable, and while the first action scene was a tad overlong, the action is beautifully choreographed and definitely one of the most interesting parts of the movie. The letdowns, however, are in the story and the writing. The writing is mostly awful, particularly in the slower moments uh, with, where those moments are peppered with schmaltz. In conclusion, wanted to like it, but there were too many flaws that prevented me from properly engaging with it. Okay. Was it an Avengers movie? No. 
Damn it. <laughs> was it a superhero movie? N- no, but I think it was a comic book first. But don't quote me on that. <laughs> okay. Sorry, when you said that, my brain went Scott Pilgrim. Is it Scott Pilgrim? But I don't think that there's like no. a fantastic action scene. What are you talking about? The scene where uh, he throws the box into the trash can? Oh, true. How silly of me. Um, okay. But but it's not Scott Pilgrim. It may have been a comic Can I get the uh, star rating on that bad boy? It is a four out of ten. Is that how the rating goes on IMDb? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's out of ten stars. Okay. Based on a comic book. And I, I can give even... you... I can give you the two actors who are named in the review, if you want that. Yes, please. Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford. Is it a James Bond movie? No. That doesn't help me at all. I didn't even realize those two were in a movie together. (laughs) Um, How many people found it helpful? Nine out of 19. So just about half. I have no idea, buddy. You're going to have to... I'm going to have to take the L on this one. It is Cowboys and Aliens. Cowboys and Aliens. (laughs) I vaguely remember that being a movie that existed. That was like... Can I try and guess the... Can I try and guess the year? Did it come out in like 2011? That's when the uh, review is. Oh. But let me let me confirm real quick. Yes, 2011. Nice. Spot on. <laughs> well. Okay. Fudge that you one. Have, do you have any guesses on the theme? Any guesses on I the would, theme? Yeah. Uh, is it versus? Like something versus no. something? Damn. Okay. No, it's not. Okay. So, let's move on to the next one. <clears throat> this one, I will give you, uh, in advance, there are no stars with this one somehow. <laughs> okay. So, you there? I can't give you a star rating, but I can still give you how many people found it helpful in the year of the review. Okay. This one's called Excellent Acting and Script. Okay. This film is about a highly dysfunctional family's road trip to California in order for the youngest daughter to participate in a beauty contest. This film is a very special, and it <laughs> entirely relies on the script and the acting to keep the viewers interested. There are no special effects, no grand set designs or extravagant costumes. <laughs> acting by the whole cast is excellent. The script shows one dysfunctional argument after another. The arguments are interesting and not superficial. The events that happen are bizarre and comical, such as the car breaking down, and subsequent pushes for the car to start and or the removal of a dead body. These comical events are presented seriously, (laughs) so it creates an interesting contrast between the events and the prevailing mood of the film. This film is very memorable. What what obvious film is that one? (laughs) Uh, I would like to guess that and the theme, please. Okay. 
the movie. I'll, I'll take the film first. The movie is Little Miss Sunshine and is the theme yes. Paul Dano. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations, you now are the proud owner of a $50 Olive Garden gift card. <laughs> and also, did you know that Paul Dano's in Cowboy and, and Aliens? <laughs> I didn't. So that's fun. I didn't, but I do know the thing that we've been talking about the most lately. <laughs> I did maybe change the theme of this one because we have been talking about Paul Dano so much. <laughs> okay. So I've got two more. Okay. And I feel like they're going to be exceedingly obvious now. Okay. I only know like two other movies that Paul Dano's in, so my chances are potentially good. Guess what? <laughs> It's probably those. <laughs> Wait. Okay. This one. Mm. Never mind. I was going to let me like write down. Write them down. And then we'll see. <laughs> okay. I have them written down. I'm ready. Okay. So this one, the review is called more than just a one joke idea slash film by Cosm. Cos. 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 Cosmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I forgot to say, the last review was by Gordon11. So okay. thank you, Gordon11, for your contribution. Thank you, Gordon11. Um, <clears throat> yes, you can reduce this to one thing that's probably very prominent in the trailer. But a farting joke is more than meets the eye. You can smell, I mean, tell by watching. Seriously, though, the movie does not run out of fumes. <laughs> you know it's easy to make even more jokes, but the movie itself or the filmmakers are serious about being funny and inventive at the same time. Um, that's going to be obvious. I think the filmmakers did a great job, and it's not only borderline crazy, but also genius. If you like weird and unexpected, this is for you. I also love the fact that even in the, at the ending, when you go, or when you think, okay, the movie is finally faltered, it pulls an ace uh, out of its well enough of the jokes let's just say i can highly recommend this movie um yes i'm very so what's confident a, what's a paul that... dano movie with a good fart <laughs> Joke, i'm very confident i know what this one is this one is swiss army man yes yes okay yes that was on my list <laughs> okay and i'm guessing this next one is on your list as well probably <laughs> okay i'm gonna read the title mm-hmm. And then ask if you want to take a stab at okay. it. <laughs> Neo-noir detective film. Yep. It's the Batman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See, this one I was saving for last because it's like, this is obviously the Batman. <laughs> um, do I actually want to read it? Because it's a lot of words. No, you guessed it. <laughs> I'm not going to read it. <laughs> Thank you. If you want to go on... If you want to go on IMDb and find a 7 out of 10 rating review called Neo Noir Detective Film, that's what I was going to read. Yep. <laughs> and I'm seeing now that Ryan has written Swiss Army Man and The Batman, <laughs> the two other Paul Dano movies. What else? He hasn't really been in anything else, though, has he? No, this one was kind of hard. Because <laughs> it's like, I need it to be a movie that is... Big enough that Ryan would know it, but also I can't have the review just say Batman over and over. <laughs> <laughs> and that was segment one. Segment 
one <laughs> finished. We did it. Uh, do we want to uh, hop right into our second segment of the evening? Let's hop right into it. Uh, so this one is one that I do for Matthew, mm-hmm. and it was previously called, if I remember correctly, The Stars of Our Stars, yes. but this time I'm calling it Stars Crossing, <laughs> because you oh. guessed it, we're figuring out the horoscopes of the wackiest and wildest Animal Crossing <laughs> villagers <laughs> and characters. Ooh, love it. We love to see it. Love to um, see it. I was telling Matthew earlier that I have, for each horoscope, I have pulled one female villager, one male villager, and then one of the special characters. So your your CJs, your Saharas, your trying to think of other ones that aren't on the list, and it's coming up blank. Mabel's. <laughs> Mabel's. Timmy and Tommy. All Rossetti. I don't think I had him on there. And so we're going to go through. Now. I'm ready. Okay. So I'll be able to give you their name. And then if you need like a refresher on who they are, I can give you what originally was supposed to be a descriptor, but kind of turned into like me just feeling out their vibe and a little bit bullying. So, okay. <laughs> sounds good. It might not be the most helpful, but we're gonna try. Um. All right. Let's start with one that I'm pretty sure that you will know because they were on my island. Uh. What is, what is the zodiac sign for Penelope? Penelope. Penelope is an elephant? No. No. Would you like to know what Penelope is? Yes, please. Uh, my descriptor for Penelope is Tessa Violet Mouse. Oh, yeah. Very jarring. <laughs> Very jarring <laughs> villager to look at. Um, hmm. Tessa Violet Mouse. What... What would what would a Tessa Violet Mouse's sign be? What are signs that I could say? That's a fun game. Um, Can Matthew remember the signs? Sagittarius. She's not a Sagittarius. <laughs> Libra. Nope. Pisces. It starts with an A. Aquarius. Yeah. Woo. Woo! My dumb brain was like, Apricorn? <laughs> okay. And so I think because of how long it did take us to get to the answer, <laughs> I might just list the other two that I picked. Okay, yeah. Just give me give me all three at once. Who, okay. were, who were the other two for the Aquarius? Uh, Ribot, the robot frog, and Wardell, my favorite guy. My favorite fella. My buddy, my Everybody's- guy. Good, sweet friend who you buy stuff from. Okay. So this next group is... Honestly, 
pretty stellar. And one might kind of give it away, but maybe not. Okay. Um, okay. So we have Gale, Angus, and Flick. Do you want to know Flick? what they... Flick is the bugman. Is the bug one. The bugman. Is yes. Angus a cow? Angus is Guy Fieri cow. <laughs> How can Guy Fieri cow and Flick be the same sign? <laughs> Just, that does not compute. And then Gale is the sapphic alligator. You can't mm. look at her and tell me she's not gay. She's very pink and very cute. Hmm. And one of these gives it away? <laughs> mm-hmm. Huh. Let's see. Horus. Yeah! I was like, which one of these animals is a... <laughs> is a, a sign? And that was the only one I could think of. Because I'm not 100% sure what Flick is. Is Flick like an iguana? I think he's a chameleon. Million. I could be wrong. All sounds right. Righty. <laughs> so this one, I don't know. This one's gonna help because I don't. I don't see their personalities matching. But for this next one, we have Maple, who is the sweetest little cub. The sweetest, cutest. She wears that little pine tree sweater. Love her. Uh, Love it. Roscoe, who I did write goth bear, but it is definitely a horse. And I think that I was thinking of a different bear. He just has big horse energy. <laughs> no, he, he is a horse. He just has bear energy. Oh, he has bear energy. Sorry. And then Tom Nook, a.k.a. Capitalist Monster. Hmm. Hmm. See, I would think Raymond and Tom Nook would be the same because Raymond is very into like Investing in stocks? No. Nope. In my head? They're not the same, though. <laughs> that might just be a drawfy goof, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. So it was Tom Nook, mm-hmm. Roscoe. I feel like the ringer for this one is Tom Nook. It's Tom Nook. Yeah. Which, which star sign just loves capitalism? Um... Think evil. Think we don't associate. Gemini? Yeah! <laughs> oh no, Tangy has the same star sign as Tom Nook. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them make sense, others don't. Alrighty. Our next group are uh, Felicity, potentially mm-hmm. one of the greatest villagers, Pietro, and Daisy yes. May. Daisy May is basically Tom Nook. If Tom Nook was about small businesses and not capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Daisy May is the turnip seller. Pietro is our clown sheep. This was early in, so I was still just trying to give a descriptor. And Felicity mm-hmm. is Cat with Bob, who acts like she's cooler than you. But really, a lot of the cats do, too. So somebody who's, somebody who thinks they're cooler than you, Leo? Mm-mm. Hmm. Who's, who's full of themselves? 
Am I going down the wrong path with this line of thinking? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a sign you don't know much about. Uh, it's a it's a fire sign. Fire sign. Yeah. Capricorn. Nope. I don't think Capricorn's a fire sign, bud. <laughs> it didn't feel like one as I was saying it. Um, fire sign. Fire sign. Libra? Nope. Again, I don't think that one's a fire sign, bud. <laughs> uh. So it's a fire sign, but the name uh, is kind of misleading. Aquari- Aquarius? No. Pisces? No. It's misleading. Slightly. Maybe I'm taking you down the wrong... It's, can I just tell you, or do you want to Scorpio? Keep it? Nope. <laughs> Sagittarius? Nope. Uh, <laughs> Leo's the only one that I know for sure is a fire sign. <laughs> Think, uh, oh god, if I'm wrong, I'm gonna sound so stupid. Potentially a god of war, but spelled wrong. Aries? Yeah. <laughs> Aries, yeah, Aries, yeah. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> okay. I think it's I spelled differently, it- though. <laughs> Okay, uh, I kept saying it, and it's like, no, that's the other one. And then I would say it again, it's like, wait, no, that's the other one. But it's both. <laughs> I like how you were saying it, like, when it sounds like you got, like, a word jumble. You know what I'm talking about? Like, when, like, the word, yeah. like, a mad gab or something. Where it's like, you're saying the word, but you don't but understand you, that yeah, it's a word. it hasn't registered <laughs> that you're actually saying it. So you just try to say it confidently and hope that they move on. <laughs> Yeah. Confidence is key. Confidence is key. Okay. So because you don't know anything about the signs, I am just going to go down the list now and I'm not going to like try to jump around. <laughs> um, our next three are Brie, the green haired mouse, Marlo, who um, I don't remember much about, but I did write incel hamster. So... Mm. That's the descriptor. And then Reese, who I wrote as Cotton Candy Llama Wife. Reese is the only one who I know who that is. So that's going to be fun. Um, Uh, I think I had Brie on my island for a bit. I've had a lot of mice come through that don't stick around. I feel like with Reese in there, it's going to be one that's really like open and loving. Okay. So, not knowing anything about any of the signs, or I, I guess I do know, I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say, who is in February? Um, and I'll know not to say that one <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. Um, I'm going to say Sagittarius. N- nope. Is that your final answer? Um, Scorpio. (laughs) No. Pisces. Nope. I'll give you one more shot. Okay, one more shot. Leo. Nope. Cancer. Uh, Oh. The one that I don't think I had said or even thought about. Yeah, I think that's, I don't think that that one has been brought up at all. From your end. 
All right, this next crew hosts a favorite of yours, I believe. Maybe I could be wrong. Um, so we have Ketchup, who I just wrote as Tomato Duck. Yep, I know who Ketchup is. Yes. Tad, who I wrote as Uwu Frog, because his mouth is kind of like... <laughs> Uwu shape. It, yeah, in my head, it I, makes sense. And then it makes sense to me. Harvey. Harvey. The hippie dog. Yeah. Harvey. Harvey Dent. Where's Harvey? Yep. Batman. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, stalling for time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say, and I might have already said this one, Aquarius. Uh, we have said, and that's already been an answer. So no, yep. it is it is not Aquarius. You're thinking. I felt of... it in my heart, but I didn't know it in my brain. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Pisces. Nope. Um, Libra. Nope. You're you're so close. In terms of like where it falls. I'm gonna say letter. What has what has a common letter with Libra? Leo. There we go. You. Leo. Me and ketchup. You and ketchup. Buds forever. Okay. So next we have Hazel, who is the unibrow squirrel. Octavian, mm-hmm. the angry octopus, and Celeste, who's the astrology girl. Hmm. Astrology. Oh. Uh, Gwirl. Oh, she's. Do what? Astrology Gwirl. Not. Oh, sorry, Gwirl. Yes. Um. Let's see. So she's smart. We know that. She. Uh. She loves the stars. She, she arrives at night. I'm going to say Sagittarius. Nope. <laughs> and by Sagittarius, I mean... Virgo. Yeah! <laughs> With no help. No help well, at all. Zero help. Okay. Our next crew... Uh... You honestly, I think I okay. I'm sending you brain thoughts of like conversations that have happened today. Oh no. <laughs> okay. okay. Brain thoughts of conversations that have happened today. All right. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna you're gonna get this one. Okay. I'm gonna get this one. You're gonna get this one. You're gonna know it. All right. So first we have Petrie. The girl in STEM with, like, the red and big glasses. She's a mouse. It sounds... Okay. Okay. Raymond. Business cat. And then Mm -hmm. Brewster. Brewster. Who I did just write pigeon milk. (laughs) But we know who Brewster is. (laughs) He does give you some pigeon milk sometimes, and you don't think about it. Um... Hmm. 
before we recorded, and we, we have were had talking a conversation. About, yes, <laughs> it was a conversation through like this medium too, like not text. Mm-hmm. Too mm-hmm. long. You Short got this. term memory. <laughs> what do they all have in common? Brain, brain, <laughs> Libra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Libra. <laughs> Should have listened to our horoscope episode again. I'm just I'm just giving the listeners time to answer. (laughs) This is intentional. This is a play it long at home kind of situation. Um Okay. All right. So next we have Tia, who is the teapot elephant. Lucky the mummy dog. Mm -hmm. And then Sable the Quiet Tailor. Mm. Mm. And your hint, you love catching these boys. I love catching these boys. Pokemon? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I myself love catching these boys. In game. Pisces? What? What? Um, I love catching these boys in game. Yeah. What? <laughs> what can I catch in game? What? What? What animals? Fish. It's not a fish. <laughs> what else can you catch in the game? Bugs. Yeah. There's a bug. Scorpio. There we go. <laughs> My brain could not comprehend that there was a bug sign for the longest time (laughs) okay we have three more god save us god save us um okay so we have azalea the flower rhino Knox, the night chicken and isabel the type a (laughs) go-getter the night chicken (laughs) that is night with a k and Knox with a k (laughs) not not nighttime. <laughs> Not nighttime chicken. <laughs> um, mm. You said Isabel was the last one. Mm-hmm. Isabel's the spe- like the special character. Uh, they share mm. they share a star sign with Jesus Christ, and that helps me. I mean, there was a song about it called Jesus is a Capricorn. Yeah. (laughs) It was a game of which ones have I not said? (laughs) Or which ones have I not correctly guessed, I guess. I've said a lot of them. Okay. The last one. Okay. It's the last one. Some may say best for last. Pisces. No. <laughs> yes, it is. You're so good you didn't even need the villagers. I didn't, but just out of curiosity. Uh, we have Molly, who I said is the cutest duck. Uh, Doc, who actually shares a birthday with me, and his descriptor is Griffin McElroy if he was a bunny. And mm-hmm. then Wisp, who's like that scared little ghost guy. So, yeah. That's fun. 
Yeah. You got you got a spooky spooky uh sign, buddy. Yeah. Well scary yeah. guy. Um okay. Do we wanna hop into a quick hydration station? Sure. And unwind from that. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? That was easy breezy. <laughs> Welcome to Hydration Station, the part of the show where I talk like an old-timer newscaster for some reason. <laughs> no, this is the part of the show where we like to take a sip of water because hydration is important. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're drinking hard liquor. Mm-hmm. Which, at this point, I have finished, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it does mean I'm only going to be sipping on water the rest of the day. Because we drink responsibly in this house. responsibly. Yes. All right. That was Hydration Station, buddy. (laughs) We did it. We did it. That was Hydration Station, I think. I'd, I'd say so. It is if I've ever heard one. It is. Uh, so we are going to do our next segment that we enjoyed, um, which is just a couple of Reddit's Am I the Asshole? Mm-hmm. And so this first one is, Am I the Asshole for not wanting to let in-laws take, ch- take child every week? If I get caught up, it is not my fault. Grammar is not everybody's first... <laughs> ability um okay my husband's sister has kids had kids 15 years ago she was 25 and used his parents as babysitters overnights weekly as well as seeing them for family sunday dinners we now have a 15 month old and they are not happy that they haven't been able to take the baby they don't care about the pandemic or that the baby never took a bottle anyway now that he's older my husband always says in fights that his parents don't have the same connection with our son because they only see him for Sunday dinners. Am I the asshole for not caring and wanting to give my son over to them weekly plus Sunday dinners? When we need a babysitter, sure, but I don't think they need to have him weekly, even taking out overnights, to have a great relationship. We only get time as a family of three once during the week and on Sundays if my husband isn't with his friends during the day. And then we have a Sunday dinner with his family. My husband and I are going to counseling because we only fight when it has to do with his family. He says I don't trust them, but honestly, I have reasons not to. His mom fed him a bottle wrong after I showed her how, and she just did the normal tilt back and shove in, so he got fluid in his lungs and we had to monitor for pneumonia. Husband refused to tell her. She also said prior that she does what she wants when babysitting and has ripped up his sitter's list. So I don't feel respected as a parent. So until my son can verbally communicate with me, I don't see the need in then having him all the time without us. So are they the asshole? I picked this one because who is the most qualified to determine parenting issues than two people who do not have kids? Yeah. Um. What? You, uh, who, 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 whose opinion 
should be heard first. Yours, because I just read it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So, I think question asker is not the asshole in this situation. And I was kind of on the fence up until I heard the, the, the in-laws not respecting one of the parents' wishes mm-hmm. when it came to how their child should be looked after. And that, that one, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the in-laws have their own ideas of, like, how to raise a child because they've risen child, raised, risen children? Raised. Um, raised. But, I mean, ultimately, it's not their kid. Mm -hmm. So, I'd say question asker is not the asshole. I would agree with that. But I don't know, I think, I think the in-laws... They're bordering on being the asshole, but not necessarily being the asshole. I think they're just being like, if I'm, I might be projecting a little. I think they might just have like that boomer self-confidence that they shouldn't have. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, this is how I did it and it worked fine. Yeah. But yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think at the end of the day, it's up to the parents to determine how the child is raised. And if the people in their life aren't adapting to that. Specifically when it is for the child's best interest. Like if the parents are being neglectful, obviously there needs to be some form of intervention for the safety of the child. But mm-hmm. the mom sounds to know seems to know what she's doing. And I like the sentence of like until her son can verbally communicate, like I think that's fair because it's not saying that she's never gonna let them do that it's just like right now the kid has no ability to like tell her what happened so Mm -hmm. she's just waiting until that form of communication is available before she lets which i think is totally fair Mm -hmm. also in pandemic times like i know a lot of people who are like very like "Mm, you can't touch my baby which is completely fair because yeah. their little baby lungs can't handle getting sick. Mm-hmm. And this is a very... <laughs> there's very gross sickness going around. Yeah. Well, and it's also not like the in-laws never see the child, too. Yeah, like, they still see him once I mean, a week. They, and Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the, the grandparents are potentially in the wrong here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Settled. Settled. We did it. Okay. Next case. Am I the asshole for using the good pepper? <laughs> this is so stupid. I love that sentence. <laughs> this is so stupid. The good pepper. Stupid. But everyone thinks I'm an asshole, so... My sister has this thing where if you mix high quality and low quality ingredients, you've wasted the former. So, if I make a cheap frozen pizza and add some fresh spinach leaves to get a little bit of green, she gets mad and says I should have used frozen spinach, which sounds gross, so no. One thing that particularly annoys her is when I use fresh cracked black pepper when cooking hot food because the heat kills the freshness. But I don't like using the pre-cracked because it, doesn't, it isn't as strong or as good. 
My sister says she gets final say because she buys the groceries, but that's her deal with mom for continuing to live at home rent-free even though she's over 18. But I hate arguing, so if I make a dish with pepper, I tend not to do it in front of her. Last night she tried something I made and said it tasted good, and then rather smugly pointed out that the pre-cracked pepper was just as strong. I corrected her and said it was fresh pepper. She got mad and stormed out. Sister thinks I'm the asshole for using good pepper. Mom thinks I'm not the asshole for the pepper, but I am the asshole for rubbing it in and not just letting her think what she wanted. Who's right? <laughs> the good pepper. <laughs> um, here's my philosophy on food. Do whatever you want. Because <laughs> it's... It's going to be shit in the end. <laughs> so <laughs> It's lawless, baby. Um, anarchy. But um, I don't know. I guess I can see where the sister's coming from. But at the end of the day, who cares? <laughs> um, I mean, I think question asker is right in this. Because, like, you can, just because you're using something to, like, Elevate a frozen pizza. I don't know. I would rather like. I would rather fresh use spinach. Fresh spinach to frozen spinach. Yeah. The only thing I use frozen spinach for is if I'm making like a spinach dip. Yeah. Where it's like not super. Like not 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 recognizable. You but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think. I think question askers doing it right. I think. Yeah, you gotta just yeah, stuff up fancy, somehow. <laughs> yeah, you gotta use the fancy ingredients to elevate the dish. I have seen Food Network. I know about <laughs> elevating dishes. So yeah, keep keep using that good pepper. <laughs> I love use the phrase using the good pepper. <laughs> yeah, I don't think question asker is wrong. I think the sister has some stuff that she needs to work out maybe because it just yeah it seems it does kind of sound like a sibling fight where something else is really the issue (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah but no i don't think you're the asshole for using cracked pepper and honestly like what's the actual difference like in in, throw throw the two dollars at your sister (laughs) for the amount of pepper you're going to use for the week (laughs) Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I don't think you'd have to have like a super palate to really care that much about fresh cracked pepper versus pre-cracked anyway. I mean, I prefer fresh cracked to pre-cracked. I agree. I do think the flavor is stronger uh, and it's and it is inherently better, but I, I yeah. am pseudo pretentious. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're going for like a pretentious meal, yeah, I maybe I, I, mean, I use cracked black pepper more than I use pre-cracked. Yeah, I would understand the sister's point if the question asker was like, "Am I the asshole for using two ounces of pure saffron?" <laughs> like then I would get yeah. it. <laughs> that's expensive. That's a yeah, special you're, you're spice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's in. Uh, that's in the special spice cabinet. 
Am I the asshole for that using an entire vanilla bean to stir my coffee? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but cracked black pepper, I I don't think that it's that big of an issue. Yeah, I agree. There are some spices where you're the asshole, but <laughs> black pepper is not one no. of them. No. The good pepper. The good pepper. Uh, all right. We will do... Settled. We'll do this one, because I kind of like the less serious ones, and this will be the last one we do. Okay. Am I the asshole for ruining dinner with my joke? So my husband and I recently moved back to his hometown and bought a house near his parents. So we decided to host his family for dinner. I cooked up a few dishes, including French onion soup. The soup was a hit. His mom actually asked me for the recipe, and I jokingly said that the secret ingredient is my tears, because it's onions. (laughs) His mom stopped eating and stared at me. I tried to ease the tension by explaining that it was a joke, but she did not respond. After a few minutes, they got up and left. I knew that she was strict about knowing where her food came from, making sure that they're organic and non-GMO and things like that. We actually went grocery shopping with her before dinner as a reassurance, but I didn't realize an obvious onion joke would set her off. My husband has been trying to get her to talk to me, but she refuses. Am I the asshole? No. (laughs) (laughs) It was a joke. (laughs) It was a... Uh, Yeah, this one... It was a joke, and it's one that I feel like was made... Has been made so many times. Like, it's not... It's not like a new, groundbreaking joke. And it's... It's obvious... I don't know. It's obvious that... The tears aren't going in the, the soup mm-hmm. to me. But I don't know. Based on the information, I'm going to say not the asshole, but what I could potentially see being is we're not getting the full story, which is a flaw that we've talked about with Am I the Asshole previously. Mm-hmm. So, like, there There's could have been something in else <laughs> in the evening, and then that stupid joke was just, like, the end of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't, it almost makes me wonder if the mother-in-law has, like, some sort of phobia. Or, like, aversion. Like germ issues. Yeah. And it, like, set her, set her off. Yeah. That might not be the right phrasing of that, but, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. It, like, triggered the event, like. Yeah. Um... But I think with the information we have, I'm going to say not the asshole, but I think that I would like a little bit of clarification because I feel like a well-adjusted adult (laughs) would know that that's a joke. And I know, like, mother-in-law and wife of son is, like, a touchy kind of relationship, so there might be more Mm -hmm. to it, but... For that one, I'm gonna say yeah. not the asshole. I feel like, I feel like not talking to the person is kind of an extreme reaction. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Granted, I don't know how much they talked before the incident. Yeah. But, but yeah, so. Like yeah, like you said, we don't have all the information. We don't have all the information. So three not assholes, if I'm remembering correctly. 
And that was Am I the Asshole? Matthew, do you want to kick us off with our last segment of the evening? Maybe give a little history? Because <laughs> we call it something sure. different. <laughs> so, now, the main event. The reason why everybody's here. <laughs> We're going to play a little game called Smash, Smash, Smackshrimony. Smatrimony. Can we get a cleaner version of that, version. bud? <laughs> no. <laughs> Smash smack smatrimony that was my best try <laughs> i don't think it's gonna get any better which is our version of fuck mary kill yes but it's just got it's got a little more fun more fun of a name because we're quirky because <laughs> we're, we're quirky we're, we're zoe we're zoe de chanel <laughs> um so if if you don't understand how the game works already don't worry i'm here to explain um one of us is going to list three people and or things. And then each of us are going to assign them either a smack. Oh, sorry. Either a smash, a smack, or a smatrimony. And the judgment is final. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Who wants to who wants to go first? Um, I can. Okay. So our first three kind of ties into <laughs> uh, some events earlier. I think you know who I'm gonna say. The first three are Robert Pattinson, Paul Dano, and Zoe Kravitz. So Matthew, smack, smash, or smatrimony. Hmm. This is a hard one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes there's an like obvious when you're looking at the three, and then sometimes it's like there's there's not an obvious one for this category. <laughs> um, so, my instinct, uh-huh. and I'm so sorry to Paul Dano, but I think I'm gonna go smash Pattinson. Okay. Smack Dano. Smatrimony Kravitz? But we're on the same wavelength. Because <laughs> okay. that is also... I'm, I'm glad I'm right. <laughs> yeah, that's also my order. I'm glad I'm, glad I'm right. <laughs> my, my reasoning is... Cannot pass up the opportunity <laughs> to smash Edward Cullen. <laughs> yeah. When I feel like... I don't really know that much about Robert Pattinson as a person. Yeah. But I don't know that I want to be, like, tied to him for the rest of my life. One time I watched a video where he wanted a hot dog, and it was very dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't know if I want that much drama in my life. Also, Pattinson, like, his, like, signature move, maybe not in his real life, but at least for, like, PR events, is he will just lie, which is funny. I did also know that about him. <laughs> Which is funny, and I'm not saying that, like, the persona of a person that they are during press junkets and stuff is, like, who they are as a person, but it does lead me to believe, like, if it's that easy for him to lie about things that don't matter, maybe he might lie about things that do, and so I don't think that I could be married to that. But he mm -hmm. could be fun for an afternoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And I think, isn't Paul Dano already married somebody maybe i don't know <laughs> he also does he like 
I'm sure he's a lovely person. He kind of has a smackable face. Mm-hmm. And it's not as harsh as, like, a, raz- a regular, like, FMK situation. Like, we're just going to slap Yeah, it's the just boy. like a smack. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a little slap and then we move on. Yeah. Alrighty. So who's your three? Did I take them? No. That, that was... I wrote this before the Batman was in the zeitgeist. Oh. At least in terms of us. So okay. that was not one of my three. Oh, but which one do I want to go with first? This one, this one might be fun. Okay. So my three, my first three are Lizzo, Claro, and Karen O. Okay. Marry Lizzo because I do think that she would treat me right. <laughs> and the way I mm-hmm. deserve. I'm going to say smack Claro, smash Karen O. Okay. Ours is similar. Okay. But I've I've flipped Lizzo and Karen O. Okay. I feel like Karen O, I could see myself like drinking some tea on a porch with. Mm. But I don't know. Claro Yeah, I think she's the smack. Okay. <laughs> Nothing she, against again, her. Again, she's just, lovely. <laughs> I just needed another O name. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing against her. I get that. I also feel like this game is a little more difficult when it's like all like, not that it's okay to objectify anybody, but I feel ickier objectifying women. So my answers are not going to be as creative or funny, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but objectifying people is inherently wrong. And I recognize that. Yes. And so that's why we just changed it. To like be a little less gross, vulgar. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I would also agree with you. I tried not to do three women. Yeah. Every time, but yeah. I did. Uh, I got into like concepts a little bit later, <laughs> and then I got one from. I have a friend in in uh, the UK who gave me one, which I'll do next. Ooh. So this one's from Across the Pond. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, so the three are Richard Nixon, um, and I quote, a frog that will turn into a prince post-shag, and a sentient toupee. Hmm. They did say a former president, but I did change it because I didn't want to say his name. <laughs> A second former president. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, I get you. <laughs> um, so. Smack Richard Nixon. Obviously. Easy. Smash. Hmm. Think smash the toupee <laughs> and then marry the frog. <laughs> so we're assuming that if you marry, you can. You don't smash. You don't smash? So you don't you're smash. just gonna be married to a frog forever? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would probably. 
switch. I'm gonna smash the frog. Because, <laughs> like, if he's a prince, maybe he'll be one of the princes that, like, helps you kill people. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what royalty does. <laughs> what is this, Game of Thrones? <laughs> uh, I would probably also smack Nixon. And then Smatrimony, the toupee, just so that way I could have the prince help me kill him because the prince is obviously my true lover. <laughs> and that's the final so you're answer. Going for the, <laughs> you're going for the insurance policy on the toupee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my next one mm-hmm. is going to be the Mothman... The Jersey Devil, the Loch Ness Monster. Easy. Smack the Jersey Le- Devil, smash Nessie, smatrimony Mothman. Final answer. <laughs> I think I'd have to agree with you on that one. Okay. Because <laughs> it's the right it's, order. It's the obvious choice. Yeah, <laughs> it's the obvious choice. Um, okay. Tom Nook, Lottie, or Wardell? Smack Tom Nook right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Or do you marry Tom Nook but just be in a loveless marriage where you got the money? No, smack him. Um, marry Wardell. I guess smash, smash Lottie? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, Wardell listens. <laughs> mm-hmm. He loves sound, so, like, he would be, like, a very communicative communi- communicative partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, who wouldn't, who wouldn't take the ability to smack Tom Nook? <laughs> yeah, smack him so hard that the bells fall out. Yeah, and then Lottie's the third answer. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lottie's there, too. Okay. What's your next okay. one? My next one is Orpheus from Greek myth. Okay. Morpheus, Lawrence Fishburne's character from the Matrix movie, and Shakira. <laughs> so Orpheus, Morpheus, and Shakira. Uh... Mary Shakira, smack... Orpheus smash Morpheus. I don't have a reason other than I would really like to be married to Shakira. <laughs> I would I would go for the same. But I would only add that I think if I remember right, doesn't Orpheus like trap his lover in hell by accident? That's why I said smack him. Yeah. I was just adding further. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> For the reasoning. So, yeah. Good. We did it. Uh, did it. Okay. So, my second, my second to last one is the concept of time, a very mm. big void, or a burning galaxy. Mm. Smack time. Because who has who's never wanted to smack time? <laughs> hmm. 
guess smash the void, marry the galaxy, the burning galaxy. Okay. I disagree. I would marry the concept of time. Trap it. <laughs> no more time. <laughs> trap it. Trap it in a bottle. Uh, smash the void because sounds cool. <laughs> Very, very emo, very scene into it. Yeah. And then I would probably smack the burning galaxy because I feel like I don't want to deal with it too much. So just like one smack and then moving on. But. But then you'd burn your hand. Yeah. All right. Your turn. Okay. Okay. My penultimate trio. That's a $40 word. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was pulling out the good pepper. <laughs> um, speaking of good pepper, let's do this one. <laughs> Paul Hollywood, Gordon Ramsay, Robert Irvine. Who's Robert Irvine? Talk about the Kitchen Impossible. Beefy guy that lied about cooking for the queen. Oh. It's a real, it's a real who's who's of smackable Britishmen. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm gonna smack Irvine because I don't know what he looks like. Smash Ramsey, smash Ramoni, Paul Hollywood. Final answer. I would say. I would say smash Robert Irvine. Smack Paul Hollywood, marry Gordon Ramsay. Because I feel like Gordon Ramsay's going to be busy all the time with like MasterChef and his TV shows. So you wouldn't really have to be around him that much. And who hasn't ever wanted to smack Paul Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> and our special guest last year's Great British Bake Off first person to go home. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So, I'm actually going to let you do your... Because I would like mine to be the very last. So, I'm going to let you go one more time, and then I'm going to go. And then we'll wrap everything up. Okay. See, the problem is... I did a bunch of extras, and now I've got to pick who I want my big finale to be. Yeah. Uh... Let's go... Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean, Johnny English. <laughs> Easy. Smack Johnny English. Smash Rowan Atkinson. Smack or er, smash Ramoni, Mr. Bean. So you want to live the rest of your human life with Mr. Bean? Yeah, he's going. He, we're just gonna keep going to the beach. <laughs> to the beach. <laughs> To the beach. To the beach. To the beach. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would smash Johnny English. <laughs> I would probably smack Rowan Atkinson, but I guess that means I would also marry Mr. Bean. So. <laughs> I mean, someone's got to do it, right? Who am I to judge? Legally, somebody has to, and I guess it'll be me. <laughs> all right, this one's for all okay. the marbles, Matthew. Are you ready? Okay. Smack, smash, and smatrimony. A water nymph, an ice golem, 
or a really sexy rock. We're smashing that rock. We're just getting that out of the way. I mean, it's really sexy. How can you not? I mean, have you have you seen this rock? <laughs> um, I'm going to say it's going to hurt, but I'm going to smack the ice golem. I'm going to smash Ramoni the water nymph. Final answer. Ding, 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 ding. My buddy, you have just won. <laughs> smack, smash, All smash Ramoni. <laughs> Because obviously that's the correct answer. <laughs> obviously. You know what you win, Matthew? What? My $50 Olive Garden gift card. <laughs> oh my god, it's what I've always wanted. <laughs> okay, so, so at this point, I'm in control of the gift card. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I'll keep that in mind. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, all right. So this has been Rhetorical Magic Cocktail Hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks so much for listening, folks. It's been really fun. Um, Special thanks and apologies to Paul Dano. <laughs> yes. Paul Dano, please forgive us. Um... <laughs> Uh, follow us on social media and as we say at the end of every episode Blink. Okay, just like real quick sidebar. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Cut this little bit. Editing Matthew. <laughs> um. <laughs>